everyone, welcome to today's podcast. So we're talking about you are hypnotizing yourself to be overweight or to be at your goal weight. It all comes down to what you are thinking all day long. Listen, you have an internal dialogue, right? You know that voice in your head where you talk to yourself? That is going all day long. And what you're saying and how you're saying it has an enormous impact on your weight. Most likely what you're saying and what you're thinking is causing you to be exactly at the weight you're currently at. So if you're not happy with that weight, it's not enough to just try and force yourself to act different. You have got to learn how to change this voice because until you do, it's always going to feel like a struggle. And once you start focusing on this voice and influencing it, you're going to find that this is the missing piece of your weight mastery. So to understand why this voice is so powerful, you need to understand your mind. And we want to split it into two categories. You have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. The conscious part of your mind is your logical, rational part of your brain that knows what you should eat, um, why you should lose weight, what you want to do to lose weight, and tries to get you to do it. This is where your willpower is at. Your subconscious mind is the part of your mind that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. This is the part of your brain that's actually controlling your weight. And this part of your brain is constantly mulling over the same thoughts, questions, and ideas that are keeping you stuck at your weight. So without even knowing you right now, I know that you constantly think about weight loss and you think about it in terms of the problem, meaning you're always asking questions like, how come I can't stick to a plan? What's wrong with me? Why can't I lose weight? Will this ever work for me? Why can't I do this? It's always about the problem. Now, I know you think you're going to get to some magical solution that's going to change everything, but how long you've been asking these questions and focusing on this? You're a smart person, but you are running the wrong programming through your mind. And the reason I was talking about the two parts of your brain before is that most people when they want to lose weight use their conscious mind to fight against their subconscious processing. And what we want to do is we want to create new subconscious programming that automatically keeps you, gets you and keeps you at your goal weight. And so when you think, one of the key things you want to understand about your subconscious mind is it doesn't understand negatives. So if I tell you, don't think about a banana, you think about a banana. And if you start thinking about why do I keep eating the ice cream? Why do I keep eating pizza? Why can't I stop? This is what you are imprinting on your subconscious mind. The alternative, just to give you an example of what this feels like, is to start thinking about what you want to have happen. Okay, so meaning how can I eat in a way that naturally lets me live at my goal weight? How can I easily and enjoyably eat better? How can I implement easier habits in my life that naturally bring me to my goal weight? And you start asking questions like these and it brings you to new strategies and solutions that you don't currently have. And it imprints onto your subconscious mind, you being the person who you want to be. And so this is the new process, is to program yourself through hypnosis, through this nonstop stream of conversation you have in your mind, to give you the results that you actually want, not the ones that you don't. And again, this is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to programming your subconscious mind. If you want to go deeper into this, make sure that you go to my bio, click the link and get the hypnosis session I give you, which will let you experience this firsthand. And then watch the training I give you, Three Steps to Master Your Weight, which will give you the complete system I'm talking about and explain it to you so that you can start losing weight and ultimately mastering it a much more effective way. All right. Um, I will get to some questions here. If anyone has them, feel free. Whatever, whatever weight loss questions you have, feel free to ask them. Leanne says you're amazing. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Will I gain weight if I go above my calorie deficit for a day? Um, probably not. One day doesn't really mean shit, <laughs> you know, good or bad. Uh, it really doesn't matter. It's what you do consistently that really is reflecting your weight. Um, smoothie and bean, I can't stop grazing. Um, yeah, grazing, right? That's a big thing. And so how do you get a handle on that? Well, I think that what I like to do is I like to structure my eating, right? This is what I, I help all my clients do. I think structuring your eating is crucial uh, to get the results you're looking for. And structuring it really ideally i think you want to get to a place where you're eating three meals a day and if you start with that intention and you start to really optimize breakfast optimize lunch optimize dinner this helps you figure out what you can eat that satisfies you so that you're not grazing a lot of times the grazing there's a couple different components to this one part of the grazing is that you're hungry okay another part of the grazing is that you're not really satisfying your nutrient needs right imagine that a lot of times when we're eating it's because we're not getting the nourishment we need, right? If you don't have the calories your body needs, your body sends you a hunger signal. 
Uh, if you're not getting the nutrients you need, your body sends you a hunger signal. And so we may keep eating, but we're not actually satisfying that need we have. So again, there's phases and steps you can take. I know no one wants to hear this because you just want the instant fix. But if you approach your grazing strategically and seek to understand it first, what's going on here? Sometimes you might be grazing. If you're grazing at an office, for example, you might be grazing because you get to get the hell out of your desk, get to go walk around, see some other people, change your environment. That might be part of it. You know, there, all of our behaviors are complex things and we can't just stop things, right? That's the diet mindset. I'm just going to stop grazing. I'm just going to stop eating so much. I'm going to stop emotional eating. No, you're not. You have to resolve it. And in order to resolve it, you have to understand what's what's going on here at first. It's not, I'm just grazing. No, that's the top level of it. But there are reasons why you're grazing and they're different for each person. So the more you understand what those reasons are, the more elegant of a strategy you can come up to resolve it will be. All right, so I hope that helps you out. Um, grazing is just eating all day long or all night long. Vicky, looking forward to talking to you in a little bit. Picking a food throughout the day, yep. Ozempic, uh, yeah, Ozempic. Um, you know, a, a, I'm here to be supportive. So if you're on Ozempic, uh, this will still help you. Uh, I don't, I don't see, Ozempic's not something that me personally, I would recommend. Uh, you know, if you're a type two diabetic, that's a different story. But if you're talking about for weight loss, you know, I don't think this is the way, uh, you know, what's it do? It helps you with your food noise. Well, I've been focusing on food noise for 30 years. <laughs> what do you think is the primary thing of food noise? It's your brain. It's what you're thinking about all day long. You've been conditioned. You've seen millions and millions of food ads in your life that condition you to constantly think about food. And so you take Ozempic and you know how Ozempic, when Ozempic works, the best case scenario is that you take Ozempic and you feel nauseous all the time. So you don't want to eat. And then when you eat, you feel nauseous and you get sick. So that's how it works. Ideally, <laughs> that's the best case. And, uh, you know, in a lot of people, they feel sick for a couple of weeks and then it goes away and then they're just back to eating it. Um, you may use it, lose the weight. Now you're not obese anymore. Now you got to pay for it. Okay. There's a $2,000 a month bill for the rest of your life. Um, we don't know what this medicine does long-term yet. Uh, and it never really gets to the core, you know, problem. So I'm not a big fan of Ozempic. I think it's a, you know, again, I, I just base it on my experience. You have your experiences in all your life, how many miracle weight loss cures have panned out? Yeah, zero, right? So I don't know. Is this the first one that's actually going to work? I, you know, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. I, I support you. I literally, I have clients on it. I have people in the program that are on it. Um, it's not the miracle cure that they make it seem to be. And, um, you know, I, again, I don't like, I like holistic, comprehensive approaches to mastering your weight so that you can be the best version of you possible. I really like to take weight loss rapid and personal development. So it's more than just a tactic anyways. Neo Zempic's just one more tactic. Oh, it cuts down food noise. So I'll eat less food, but it doesn't resolve the core issues in my opinion. Um, snacking out the day, throughout the day nightmare. Yeah. Um, how long do I need to be consistent to see some results? Um, I mean, that's a great question, but I don't know, you know, I don't know what you mean by consistent. I don't, you know, it depends on the calorie deficit you're creating. Um, it depends on your body, you know, everybody, I'll tell you one thing, when you start looking at weight loss studies, when they take people and put them into a closed environment and control every calorie going in and what's going out, um, with a group of people, what you realize is people lose weight very differently. And so you have to go into the process. This is why I hate weight loss calculators because they're bullshit. They're guesstimates at best. And they set a lot of people up for failure. And so, you know, you watch all the, this group of people go in there in this controlled setting and they move, lose all different weight amounts. And so you have to understand that weight loss is inconsistent and unpredictable. And so, you know, most people think about their weight loss in a very short term time frame. It does not set them up for success. So I don't know, you know, Leanne, I don't know. You would have to, you know, start cutting calories down and see how your body responds. Everyone's different. But understanding how your body releases weight, I mean, on the two ends of the spectrum, some people will lose weight very quickly. Some people will lose weight very slowly. I think understanding that's really important. You know, I had, I had a client um, the other day, um, I, was, I was talking to him and they go, oh, I've been on a five month plateau. And I said, okay, you know, I, start, I get ready to go into the whole plateau spiel. They go, yeah, I've only been losing two pounds a month. That's not a plateau. <laughs> plateau is, you know, so that's 10 pounds lighter, you know, and, and they're only, you know, I forget, maybe 10, 15 pounds away from the goal weight. So, you know, goal, the, the weight slows down as you get close to your goal weight typically. 
And so there's a lot of factors. But again, understanding how you lose weight, I think, is important, you know, in this process so you can manage your expectations. I'll tell you one thing without even knowing any of you. You all have crazy expectations. It's not your fault. You've been inundated with diet marketing your entire lives, and it has set you up for failure because they're always they're always showing you outliers. They're always overstating the results. And so you go into losing weight now with really unrealistic expectations most of the time. And um, if you're not losing two, three pounds a week, you just feel discouraged, you know, and, and that's a big problem. So should I stop buying multi-packs? I don't know what a multi-pack is. Um, so I couldn't say. Do you think intermittent fasting is good or not? Um, I think it's fine. I think it's a tactic. I, I don't think you're going to create the success you want that you imagine with your weight loss with one tactic. And every diet is just a tactic. Think about this, right? Intermittent just stop eating for 16 hours. Uh, keto, just stop eating carbs. Um, low fat, just stop eating fat. Just stop eating meat. Stop eating vegetables. I mean, just it goes on and on. But every single plan is one thing. And I don't think you're ever going to get the results you, you really envisioned for yourself with a tactic. I think you need a holistic, comprehensive approach to really master your weight the way you imagine you want to do it. And so intermittent fasting is a fine tactic to have as part of your strategy. I use it. Um, again, it wasn't intermittent fasting when I first started. I started this 30 years ago, and I just used it because I wanted to create a bigger window between when I went to sleep and when I stopped eating. And so I, I wanted to stop snacking at night. And so I created, I call it nighttime fasting, um, but I typically don't eat for 12, 13, 14 hours a day on average. Now, what I can't stand about diets is they always have to make it very, very strict. Oh, if you're going to intermittent fast, you got to do it 16 hours. You know, if you don't do it for those two hours, you're not going to get the results. That's bullshit. It's just a strategy to compress your diet window so that you consume less calories. And, um, you know, I think it's natural and normal to take breaks from eating. But whether it's 12 hours, 14 hours, 16 hours, you know, if and then what the reason I say that is I think a lot of people go into intermittent fasting and they go just like every dieter, all or nothing. OK, start it with 16 hours. It's way too overwhelming. It's too hard. You do it for a couple of days and you can't keep it up. And so, you know, you're never going to believe this, but you could start slowly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine. And so, you know, again, I like to start. I think the most bang you get for your buck with intermittent fasting is to increase the time window from when you stop eating to when you go to bed. Because now not only are you going to reduce calories, but you're also, most importantly, setting yourself up to sleep better. And sleep is probably the, the most important lifestyle habit that affects your weight. And so I think that the bigger that window gets, the 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 earlier you stop eating before you go to bed, the better because you're going to sleep better. And so I think that that's beneficial. Um, Vicky, my dad is type two diabetic and got Ozempic. He became almost anorexic within two months, stopped it. Yeah. Um, so again, I, I just, I can't point out folks that with the Ozempic, when it works, when it, the best case scenario is you feel nauseous all the time. <laughs> Do you understand? Like Ozempic is a type two diabetic medicine that helps your pancreas produce more insulin. And it had the side effect, it turns out, that it affects um, appetite signaling in the brain by making you feel nauseous. And when you think about food, you feel more nauseous. So it's a very unpleasant way to be. It's not, oh, I just want to, again, it, and it just perfectly encapsulates, in my opinion, the dieter mindset is so obsessed with the outcome that you want that you don't give a shit about the process. This is why, I, I'm, so I'm going to ask it, what do you think about water fasting? Oh, I think it's fucking stupid. It doesn't make any sense because who cares if you lose 30 pounds in a month if you put it all back on the next month, you know? And so people are just obsessed with, just, I don't care what I got to do. Just tell me what I got to do to lose weight. Even though that's complete and utter bullshit, you already know what to do to lose weight and you're not doing it. So what am I going to do? Give you another plan that's even more ridiculous that you're not going to do? At some point, you may realize that the secret to getting the weight loss results you want is to start focusing on the process and make sure that the process resonates with you, is sustainable, is comfortable for you. And so again, the idea of being nauseous for the rest of your life, I know right now, oh, I'd love that. I'd love to be nauseous so I wouldn't eat. No, you wouldn't. Not when it comes real. Not when you actually feel nauseous. Do you know what nauseous feels like? <laughs> like, it's not just a stomach ache. It's the whole, like, ugh. It's like, it's, it's hard to concentrate. It's hard to work. It's hard to be there as a parent. It's hard to be a partner. I mean, it, it makes life more challenging. Yeah, I'm losing weight, but I feel like shit. So again, we have to stop just looking at the outcome and look at the process we are using to create create the outcome. And that's one of the biggest challenges um, people want to lose weight have. What's the best protein powder to buy? I have no idea. I don't know anything about protein powders. You have to fix your mind. I had gastric bypass and learn to eat around it and gain my weight back. Kristen, 
I feel for you. And this is why I do these calls free every day because again, that's the most extreme of it, I think, when you get the surgery and put the weight back on. But 95% of people lose weight on a diet end up putting the weight back on. And it's because it's like what I was just saying. All people give a shit about is the outcome. And they're not setting themselves up for long-term success. Again, even the goal in of itself, I know in your mind you're constantly thinking, I just want to lose weight, I just want to lose weight, I just want to lose weight, I just want to lose weight. And you say that a thousand times a day, but it's not true. You don't just want to lose weight. You want to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. That's the goal. You've got to upgrade your goal. This obsession on just losing weight is one of the main things that's screwing you, okay? Even to the point that you can literally get your stomach cut down to this size, and just like she said, you can learn to eat around it, and that's what happens. People pretty much across the board will lose weight with the surgery initially, and then a huge percentage end up putting the weight back on. And they never learn how to deal with their mind, you know? And so again, that's such an example. I mean, listen to Kristen. I mean, I can't, that is to me, I always reference this because I don't think there's any more clear cut example that your weight is a reflection of your mindset. You could literally shrink your stomach down to an eighth of the size it is, and you can still eat in a way to keep yourself overweight, obese. It, It all, your mindset is the number one thing affecting your weight, you know? And you never learn how to influence it, you know? Um, thank you for your comment. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I look at it as a lifestyle change for a lifetime. Yeah, Vivian's someone you should all listen to, okay? She's doing it right. Um, and yeah, it, it is a lifestyle change for a lifetime. And that's not a bad thing. You know, again, your your brain's been so twisted inside out by diets that if I say, you know, losing weight is a lifetime marathon, you feel discouraged and depressed. But then if I say to you, how long do you want to keep the weight off for? You're going to say forever, you know what I mean? Like you have all these incongruent, battling, conflicting beliefs in your head, and and most of it's from the diet industry. And the diet industry, again, if you know if you know me, you know what I'm going to say. But what you're referencing subconsciously about how to lose weight is put there by the diet industry, and the diet industry is owned by the food company. All the big diets you're referencing are all owned by big food companies. Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Atkins Food Products is owned by the same company that owns Onion Pretzels and Cinnabon. The company that owns Slim Fast, the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's. These companies don't want you to lose weight. They want to get you coming and going. They never give you a legitimate strategy to lose weight. They tell you what to do, and they never show you how to get yourself to do it. And here you sit, 10, 20, 30, 40 years into the process, stuck, not knowing what the hell to do to lose weight, and flummoxed and frustrated and annoyed. You know, it's not your fault. It has nothing to do with willpower. It has to do with the fact that you've never learned how to influence your mindset in an effective way. At my smallest, I faint a lot, but it's so worth it. I miss being tiny. I mean, this is, it's again, I, I, I can't, I can't stress this enough. I want to make this clear because it's a crazy world out there. And I've been doing program yourself in for 20 years. And my clients are always, always have been overweight, usually women in their 50s, 60s, um, who want to lose weight, but can't get themselves to consistently do the right things. I get on TikTok, all of a sudden eating disorders. So I can't stress this enough. My definition of thin is your ability to live at your goal weight. Your goal weight is the weight that makes you the happiest and the healthiest. Okay. And so I think this is an important piece because most people don't even have much meaning behind their goal weight. They just have a weight they've been saying for years and there's no real reason why. And so I think before you even embark on trying to lose weight, you should really take a little bit of time and think about what you want to weigh and why. A lot of people are choosing a goal weight they're not willing to live at or eat at. They're they're picking a really low weight and they're not willing to live or eat at that weight. And so I think it's really important that you pick a weight you're willing to live at, the one that's going to be the best quality of life. Your weight doesn't live in a vacuum. You've got to eat and live a certain way in order to achieve that weight. And so you might want to pick a weight that is comfortable for you to live at, not one that you're fainting at. You don't know all the rest of it. That's probably not a great, you know, probably not great for your health if you're fainting all the time, you know, because you're not getting stuff in you. But anyways, um, agree, lifestyle change. Yep. Yes. Multi-packs of crisp chocolate bars. I'm from UK. Um, and what was the question? What's the best multi-pack? I wonder what your question was. What was it? Oh, should I stop buying multi-packs? Well, I'll leave. What do you think? <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm not being snarky, but what do you think? You know what I mean? Like, like I will tell you, one of the best things you can do to, to reduce your weight is to not bring the food into the house in the first place. You know, the more barriers you put up in front of all these hyper palatable foods, 
probably the better time you're going to have, you know. So, yeah, the more of those foods you have in your house, you know, the harder it's going to be to not eat them. Um, I just binged and purged. All right. Um, I'm so sorry, bruh. I'm going to binge again. Um, I started my journey a month ago, and I feel really motivated, but I'm scared I'll lose my motivation. Yeah, I get that, Leanne. A lot of people do that. And I think you're right on the money with being scared of that because your motivation is probably superficial. You know, to, to be honest, again, let me, let me point out, folks, I'm here to help you out. And part of how I'm going to help you out is not bullshit you. I'm not saying I'm right on everything, but I'm not going to bullshit you. And I'm going to be, I'm going to shoot you straight here because no one says this to you. It, you weigh what you want to weigh subconsciously. And if you're not losing weight, if you're worried your motivation's wobbly, it's because you don't have firm motivation under you. And it's not your fault. You have been conditioned to think about weight loss motivation in terms, superficial terms. Every single weight loss ad you've seen in your life, and you've seen millions of them, is a before and after picture and how long it takes to go from one to the other. So now you subconsciously think about getting motivated to lose weight, wanting to look better. And you think that should be enough because you think about it all day long. It's being reinforced all day long, but it's not. Why do you think you haven't lost weight, folks? It's not that you can't lose weight. It's that you can't eat long enough the way you need to to lose the weight. And the reason you can't do that is because you're not motivated enough because wanting to look better is the weakest form of motivation. I know you think it's the strongest. I know you obsess on it, but it's not. You've got to look at the results you're getting. And if you can't stick to a plan, it's because you're not actually motivated. And I know this always pisses people off, but what do you think? You tell me how motivated you are. You're wanting to look better. I know you think it should be more motivating, but it's not. It's the weakest form of motivation. So what's a stronger form of motivation? You've got to make this a personal development process. I would suggest you make this a process of becoming the best version of you possible. Not just looking different, right? That's how you get to the point where you're just fainting and you thought, oh, that's the way I want to be. Well, why? That's a shitty quality of life. You can't work. You can't be there for people. You're falling in and out of consciousness. That cannot be the best quality of life. That cannot be the best version of you. Do you know what I mean, though? But if we just think about how we look, that's where we get to. So it's got to be a, a more robust um, goal, you know? And I would suggest that you start by longevity, okay? Because your weight is one of the main factors of how long you're going to live. The quality of life while you're alive, the relationships in your life that are important, whatever goals you have, your finances, your ability to make money, to succeed in different areas of your life. These are all directly related to your weight, not because of how you look, but because your weight's a reflection of how you're eating and living. So again, I mean, there's way more motivation to tap into, but no one ever does. This is why I'm programming myself then. That's the first thing, the first thing we do. I take through the motivation matrix, how to use pain and pleasure, and to understand the science of motivation, intrinsic, extrinsic motivation. You might want to look that up because you're not motivated. Again, I, the worst thing you can think to yourself is, I want to lose weight more than anything. I'm motivated at level 10 and nothing's working. That's the most disempowering belief you could have because it's not even true. I've never seen that to be true with any of my clients. You think you're at a level 10 of motivation and you're not. You're like a 3-4. That's the problem. And you can't even see it because you think you're super motivated because you think about weight loss all day long. Thinking about weight loss all day does not mean you're motivated. You, you've got to, what, what are you motivated to do? What do you want to do? You weigh what you want. Why do I say that? Because you eat what you want to eat. You do what you want to do. If you, and, and you, so it's not about what you think. It's about looking at your behaviors. If you're consistently eating the ice cream, the pizza, all the stuff that's causing you to gain weight, don't bullshit yourself. It says, I want to eat those foods more than I want to lose the weight. And so you have to get clear about this or else you can't fix it. You know, it's, it's kind of black and white because don't get lost up in your thoughts and rationalizations and ideas. Just look at your behaviors. Am I consistently eating in a way that's going to allow me to live my goal weight? And if the answer is no, it's because I don't want to. And again, it's called ambivalence. I'm not saying part of you wants to, but I'm talking about what, what the overriding want is. And the want to eat the food is stronger than the want to lose the weight. And it's because you're, you don't know how to get yourself motivated to lose weight because you just want to look better. And that's not enough motivation. I mean, I work with a lot. I mean, if you're a 65-year-old grandmother, what do you give a shit? I mean, really, oh, it's cool to wear a bathing suit to the beach, but what do you give a shit? Like, like it just, it loses its value as well. And even when you're 25, it's not even as valuable as you think. We evolved in, in an environment where there was no mirrors, no pictures, no scales. There's no internal biological mechanisms you have to really motivate you to lose weight. Certainly not just to look better, you know? It's just, it doesn't exist. It's not there. And no one ever tells you this shit because they're always harping on the wanting to look better. 
it's fucking not. It doesn't work. I don't know. I, it makes myself crazy because I know you think it does, and it doesn't. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to bullshit you. You're not motivated. All right. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh. Anyways, I'm going to go through the questions. I got stuck, stuck there. Uh, I've been doing, I've been dieting since I was 20. I've been gaining weight all my life. I, I'm not surprised. Dieting is, is probably the best way to keep gaining weight. Dieting, just thinking like a dieter and dieting is probably the best way to be overweight, I would say. I would suggest that. My issue is the pleasure from food is something I just can't find adverse feelings for. Oh, that's a great, I'm glad you said that, Natty. Uh, yeah, exactly, because you're thinking like a dieter. What do most people do when they want to diet, right? There's the pleasure for the food, right? The food's pleasurable. I'm going to go on a diet. Subconsciously, how you internalize that is that, this is why I'm saying you don't want to lose weight. I'm going to explain it in a little more detail here. You have the pleasure for the food, right? You link pleasure to food, pleasure food. I want to lose weight. No more pleasure. We're going to feel deprivation. We're going to stop ourselves from feeling pleasure so that we can get some pleasure off in the future distance, okay? That's why it doesn't work. Your brain discounts the future. Your brain doesn't give a shit. It says we can have ice cream now or we might potentially lose weight in the future. Now, that's just the first time you ever try to lose weight. You've tried to lose weight hundreds of times now, and now you know, even when I lose weight, I put the weight back on. So now your brain says we could not have the ice cream now or we could lose weight in the future, but we ain't going to lose weight in the future anyway. It never fucking works. Let's just eat the ice cream. And this is the problem you find. So how do you overcome that? You need to create a greater pleasure than the food. This is why I'm saying you're not motivated. You don't have a greater pleasure than the food. Because when you think about weight loss, you associate it with pain. You think I'm going to have less pleasure and more pain as soon as I start my diet. That's why you're not doing it. It's not rocket science. You know, you don't want to diet. You think about weight loss all day long, but you don't do the things to make it happen because you don't want to. You're doing all or nothing, right? So it's like, the, oh, tomorrow, what's your plan? It's always going to be a Monday, but what's your plan? If you really take a step back and think about what is it? You're going from not thinking about your food, managing your food at all, into what? 1,200 calories, not eating for 16 hours, no more carbs, no more sugar. It's such a drastic overcorrection that you don't want to do it. And it seems depriving, deprivation, shitty, horrible. Okay, no more carbs until I lose all the weight. No more carbs for what, the next six months? Oh, shit, the holidays, what am I going to do? You, do? Do you not know this? <laughs> you know? So how do you change that? You know? Well, A, you don't go all or nothing. You go all or something. Stop making it such a giant, not all or something. You go, uh, yeah, yeah, all or something. You go from nothing to something. Um, you're making your... Again, the diets are always selling you instant results, you know, but that takes a drastic overcorrection. So you take a more systematic, strategic approach to changing your weight. That's not changing everything all at once. Okay, so we limit down what you have to do first. So it's not as hard. That's the first step. The second step is you give this process more meaning. You're not giving enough meaning right now. Like you asked me, how do I maintain my weight loss? I've been the same way for 30 years. I had one blip 12 years ago. How do I motivate myself? The scale ain't going down. Which, by the way, that's your only motivation. You trade the pleasure of the food, but it does even work. You trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And then the scale stops going down, and you got no pleasure, and then you put the weight back on. And so then you do that a couple times, and you say, fuck it, it doesn't, even when I lose weight, it doesn't work. It's just failure all around, and now you think about weight loss 25 days, and you're just stuck. You can't start a plan because you don't think any of them work for you. You're completely stuck. And it's because all you can do is think about diets. That's the only way you can think about weight loss, you know? And so you're trapped in the short-term time frame with no motivation. <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding so discouraging. I don't mean to do this, folks. I guess I'm a little wired up today. But um, I do have a solution for you. The, the simplest one, I'm going to keep talking about this. But if you have to go, and if you're not in my world yet, go to my bio, click that link, get the hypnosis session I give you, listen to it. Okay, that's a way to get motivated in a new way. Um, and more importantly, watch the training I give you. It's three steps to mastery weight. It's about a half hour. <coughs> Probably the most valuable training you will ever see on your weight. A completely new approach to master your weight. Am I bullshitting you? No. It's free. Go check it out. You got nothing to lose, you know? And then I get on my email list and I email you every day positive stuff. But okay, so the secret, the secret to weight loss motivation is not to think that you need to deprive yourself in order to get to some pleasure way in the future. That's not going to work. You need to create a pleasure now that is greater than the pleasure of the food. Um, um, mindset, missing piece. I am now kind to myself, visually my best self every day. Bailey, yes. Bailey's in the program. That, that, that's, that's the answer, right? Um, yeah, Cindy says, great comment. It, of course it's a great comment. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. Weight loss. Weight loss isn't hard when you know how to think right. Let me put it in a different frame, right? You've got two mindsets. You've got, all, we'll go back to all or nothing, right? Because that's your, that's your two mindsets. Um, but let's put them in a different framing. 
your nothing mindset is your automated programming, right? Because you're eating, your lifestyle habits are automated. You just do them on autopilot, okay? And that's your another. When you're not thinking about food, you're not thinking about stuff, the way you just typically eat, that's what keeps you overweight, okay? Then you get really upset, right? When you start your diet, you get really upset. The spontaneous pain-based motivation. Uh, you step on the scale, holy shit, you see the picture yourself, oh my God, um, you see your reflection, the clothes you, you always swear were going to fit, they're now they're tight, they don't fit, someone says something shitty to you, you got to go to the doctors, you get really upset, that's it, I've got to lose this weight, right? Go right into the diet, 100%. Okay, so you got your normal nothing mode, which is you're not thinking about food, and that keeps you overweight, and then you go into your all mode, which is, I'm going to change everything all at once, diet mode. So you got overweight mode, diet mode. And you keep flip-flopping between these. Even if you stick in diet mode till you lose the weight, which mode are you going to go into now? You're fucked. This is, you've experienced this. You've lost the weight. And then you're like, uh, what do I do now? And you have no idea. Because you have never in your life worked on developing and creating a thin and healthy mindset. You don't even have, any, you don't have the slightest clue how to think like a thin, healthy person. So how are you going to live the rest of your life as a thin, healthy person? I don't know, Jim. I'll figure it out when I get there. Well, have you? When you've lost the weight, have you, have you figured out how to stay there? Do you have any clue how to live there now? Like, again, I don't say this to be snarky. I say it to tr- wake you up. You're, you're caught in a literal dieter's trance. You think like a dieter, and that's what's keeping you stuck. You're, you're just obsessed with fast weight loss. That's why I lose the weight. It's, you're so obsessed with fast weight loss, and yet the irony is how much weight have you lost last six months, last year? That's five years. You know what I mean? Like this obsession on fast weight loss is keeping you stuck with no weight loss and probably weight gain over the years. Because you're always thinking about weight loss and you're not thinking about weight mastery. Listen, it's going to take you a couple months, a couple years to lose all the weight. And then what? You want to live the rest of your life at that weight, right? So we're talking about a couple months, a couple years compared to decades of your life. And you're fixated on just that part. That's part of the problem. Um, Lou says, what can I do when I have intense cravings coming? It's all I can think about. Then I binge. Um, yeah, well, you know, it's a, it's a two-parter. First off, again, program yourself then as a preventative approach. So we want to understand ourselves so we can prevent, um, intense cravings, first of all. Okay. So we, again, as a dieter, you never think about how to prevent things. You just assume there's going to be intense cravings, you know, just nonstop hunger, and you're going to try and fight against it. Okay, and that's a fucking dumb idea. And I don't blame you because you've never thought of anything else. And we don't tend to think outside the the box unless someone kind of shows us. And so you don't think preventatively, you know. So again, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? So that's what programming self is all built on. We want to understand the challenges we have, and we want to come at them from different angles, become aware of what's going on there, so that we can come up with elegant solutions and strategies to avoid it as much as possible and then there's tactics to deal with it but if you're going to get yourself intense cravings probably come because you're over restricting and if you're going to over restrict then nothing i can say is going to help you anyways you know um my cravings feel better than actually eating them so i help me realize i don't need them (laughs) yeah that's a great leanne that's a great realization to have uh cindy says i'm going to try ozempic um, your videos are really helping me. I'm really glad, Leanne. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, keep watching them. And get the get the hypnosis and the training. The training is the key one. I, I, I really wish you'd all watch that. You know? So go to my bio and get it. It's right there. I like that. The best version of me possible. Of course, Cindy. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about with the motivation. Your motivation to be the same person but just thin is bullshit motivation. Let's talk about it. You don't believe that? You really think you're, you think you're motivated to level 10 to lose weight and you're just not? Is that what you think? Let me know. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet you that you're not motivated to the level you think you are. That's why you're not losing weight. And so, how do you do it? Well, it's got to be more than just how you look. It's got to become this personal development process. Again, program yourself is an inside-out approach to weight mastery. It's, it's like it's not about losing weight. It's about becoming the best version of yourself possible. One aspect of that is being at the weight you want to live at, but just a small little piece. It's about having the best relationships you can have. It's about having energy. It's about developing yourself in ways that interest you and intrigue you and compel you to be better. It's, a, it's, it's living, it's feeling better. It's having an exciting life. It's living the life you want to live. You, do you know what I mean? Like, like it's way bigger than just, uh, look at the scale and it says a different number. My size closes is a different number. That's not motivating to you. <laughs> My motivation is independence as I age. Okay, Anna, there we go. Now we're getting somewhere, right? I, I think that's smart, Anna. 
Vicky, your most irritating and motivating question to me was, do you even want to lose weight? Yeah. Right. So I work with Vicky's awesome. And, and that's exactly right. Do you even want to lose weight? You know, I, that's a, I ask that. I said all the time in the program, you know, and, uh, I'm glad you said that Vicky quit relying on motivation. Yep. Set up a system that is not as you, not them. Yep. 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 Short term gain, long term pain. Yeah. Mine is a time thing. Breakfast time, eat lunch time, eat supper time, eat. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good. I mean, cat, if that's what you're doing right now, um, mine is a time thing. Yeah. Breakfast time. I, I mean, again, to me, the first goal, like I always say, like program yourself. Then I always say like as a core rule, there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. Um, the one exception is I do believe you need to structure your eating. I, I think structuring your eating is, is you have to do it. I have not met anyone who's successfully lost weight that has not structured their eating to some degree. So in program yourself, then that's what we aim to do. And again, it, it's, we don't go, I give you like kind of a, a five, two model, five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. But I started off with one day of clean eating, six days of pleasure eating. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, again, it's, it's relative, but they're structuring your eating weekly and they're structuring your eating throughout the day. And I think an ideal place you want to get to is breakfast, lunch, dinner. Even if you're overeating during those meals, at least you've compressed the eating now into those three categories. And now it's easier to optimize them, you know? So I think that's a, a great, smart way to go about it. If, if that's what you meant. Um, Nanny says, no, you're spot on. I am spot on. <laughs> I always joke in here. I, this is no place for me to be like falsely hu humble and modest. You know what I mean? I, I'm not going to pretend like, like no one, I don't, I've never seen anyone talk about weight, weight like I do. You know, like I, I have a, my own unique journey to get here and it, it's been hard. Um, not even like my own personal journey, my professional journey to get this message out, you know? Um, but it's like, I, I don't know. I just come at it very practically. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. You know, I have a unique take on it. Through therapy, I know I link food to pleasure. Food was a love language of my childhood. Yeah, Natty, there you go. I think it's really valuable to understand the deeper levels of what's going on. And no one does this because everyone just wants to use one tool, willpower, to just fight against the bad behaviors. And no one, again, in programming self, no one say, awareness precedes change. We want to understand the behavior first. I get people asking, oh, how do I stop binging? Well, first, why are you binging? There's two big reasons. One is you're over-restricting. You're getting yourself so hungry you can't control your eating. The other one's usually emotional. You got emotions you don't want to deal with, and so you use the food to distract yourself from and feel better. Or you got really intense emotions and you use the binge shame cycle to distract yourself from something intense that you don't want to deal with or don't know how to. There's other reasons, but it, it proves the point that instead of just stopping the, the binge behavior, let's seek to understand it so we can come up with more elegant solutions that are antidotes. We want antidotes. We don't want, this is why you don't want to lose weight because you, you assume you're going to have to diet and you're going to have to feel deprived and shitty the entire time till you get to your goal weight and then just keep it up forever. And you don't want to do that. And I'm sitting here telling you, you don't have to do that. You can live at your goal weight on near autopilot when you do it smartly and strategically and systematically. It's not rocket science. Just no one ever talks about this. How long does it take to program the brain? That's a great question. And I would say, I'm going to give you an unsatisfying answer. It just depends. You know, that's what I can tell you. Depends on the person. It depends on the specific thing you're looking to program in. Some things hold on longer than others. You know, so persistence is the ultimate, ultimate um, quality you need to bring into this process. Because some things are quick changing and some things are slow changing is what I've seen. And, um, you know, if you stick with them, though, they all change. They, they get better. Because, again, we tend to think in black or white, all or nothing thinking. But, um with program yourself then it's the one percent better philosophy one per, we want to get one percent better every day and um it's manageable it's sustainable that that builds a solid foundation under us and after a year you're not 365 percent better you're exponentially better so the one percent philosophy is what i believe in so again how long does it take to program the brain um that, that, that would be silly for me to, anyone that ever answers that question too by the way run away i mean there is no answer for that because it just depends um, on, you know, it's like that thing they did with habits. I remember, I remember that like years ago, it was like, what was it? 28 days, I think, or some that they've had a couple different numbers, but it was like 28 days to install a habit. That's bullshit. That is a total bullshit. Maybe, you know, maybe if it's a certain, you know, some habits going quicker than others, you know, for a variety of reasons. Um, but it's just, there is no, this idea, like a 28 day habit, like, you know, how silly that is, you know, anyways, I'm caught up on that. Um, how do I deal with a constant hunger? Uh, yeah, constant hunger, right? The endless hunger, right? That's the big thing in our society. Uh, there's a couple approaches. First thing is n you have to limit the processed food. You got to switch processed food for whole natural foods. Processed foods are designed to make you hungry all the time. You, you have to understand that just as a, okay, 
let me ask you this. Would you buy your food from Marlboro, from uh, Paul Mall, from, uh, you know, I don't know, any other cigarette companies? Would you buy food from them, right? Or would you kind of be skeptical of them, right? Because all the processed food you're eating, a lot of it's owned by the cigarette companies. Did you know, like, Nabisco and RJR Reynolds are literally the same company? They merged together. Did you know the parent company of Kraft is uh, Philip Morris? So they went into the food industry in the 70s and they brought the same philosophy to create the most addictive product possible with most aggressive marketing. And so if you're consuming a diet of primarily processed food, you are up against a so much um, resources to get you to overeat. You know, you don't even you don't even know unless you've read. The, there's a book, Salt, Sugar, Fat, which is very eye opening. But just to drive the point home, they. uh there's just so many examples of this. I'll give you an example of Ben and Jerry's, right? So you know how they make ice cream now? They put people in an fMRI machine, scan their brain real time, and drop different solutions onto their tongue to see which solutions light up the pleasure centers of their brain the most. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the, what you're up against when it comes to processed food is beyond your capabilities to fight it. You know, it's like saying, I'm going to smoke cigarettes and not get addicted. You know what I mean? That's what it's like with these processed foods. So that's the first thing is going from processed foods to a whole natural diet. That does a lot in and of itself without getting into a lot of details. Um, constant hunger. What else? Stress, not sleeping, right? So it's the lifestyle habits, okay? So if you're not sleeping well, if you're stressed out, if you're dehydrated, all of those things lead to being constantly hungry. Um, processed food's the other big one. Um, so that, just as a general kind of overarching thing to it, those are the things I would start with. Um, but yeah, it's a common thing, right? It's not a surprise that everyone feels constantly hungry in the society. It's, it's very intentional. Because um, the things I enjoy listening, I'm glad. What is clean eating? Clean eating is just eating whole natural foods, you know, foods that come from the ground. Okay, vegetables, fruits, greens, beans, you know, natural foods. Um, things that don't come in boxes, bags with a list of ingredients on it. So that, that's kind of clean eating the way I describe it. Um, my hunger is the problem. Also, I'm impulsive, so hunger starts my problem. Yeah, so let me speak about that. Because in programming yourself then, see, here's what you're doing. As a dieter, subconsciously, you associate the hungrier I am, the better. I want to be starving. You, you, know, you don't want to be? You're fighting against it, but, but subconsciously, you want to be starving because you think that the hungrier you are, the faster you're going to lose weight. Tell me that's not true, you know? You're, you don't even know. Like, subconsciously, you're, you've been programmed by the diets. You think you're 180 degrees going in the wrong direction with your weight. That, that, I'll tell you that. Um, and that's just another example of it. That subconsciously, you want the hardest weight loss plan possible because you associate with the fastest results. You want to be starving because you think that's going to make you lose weight the fastest. So program yourself then. We talk about managing your hunger. You ain't going to be... If you... If I get really hungry, I'm a, I'm a master of my eating. If I get really hungry, I ain't a master no more. I'm eating shitty food if it's in front of me. And you're the same way, okay? You're not going to fight against your hunger long-term and win. So you have to learn how to manipulate your hunger, how to manage it. And I'm not going to go too deep into that, but I will tell you the secret to that is calorie density, understanding calorie density. You can look up volumetrics. That's a, a eating philosophy that... that it takes that idea and makes it practical. If you know Noom, right? Noom is really built on that philosophy of volumetrics, you know? So um, understanding calorie density of food is, is, is the first step in that. Um, the other step is fiber, okay? Fiber is a, again, whether it's a nutrient or not is, is debated, but for a long time it wasn't considered one because we didn't absorb it. Um, but if you look at the processed foods, they strip fiber out of it because it doesn't process well. And so that's probably the number one ingredient that's missing from our diet. That, that was naturally there. You're not getting enough fiber in your diet, I'm going to almost guarantee. I wasn't. And once I started getting fiber into my body in the forms of beans, fruits, vegetables, greens, I started to feel more satisfied than I ever felt in my entire life. And the reason why is that fiber is not digested by your body, so it stays in your intestinal tract and it makes you feel fuller. It activates the ileal break, colon break, things that make you feel more satisfied, full in your, in your body. And so that's a big part of it. Um, 21 days to program the brain, right? Um, again, no, no way, no way. 21 days. Some things, some things I program it in one day. Some things I'm still working on after years. Again, don't believe anyone that says anything else. Every brain is unique and different. It just, it just depends. And I know no one wants to hear that, but it just depends. Never believe that shit. 21 days. It's not true. Um, messed up my eating up all over again. Okay, Amy. So speaking of that, again, it, when you think about the dieting philosophy, it's, it's so stupid that it's like, you're going to slap yourself when you realize it. But the idea that you're going to go from nothing to being perfect, because what do you think, right? Let's be honest. Let's, let's take the, the little thoughts in the back of your head and bring them out to the front. 
you think that some magical Monday you're going to start your diet plan. I don't know what it is. Probably keto or intermittent fasting at this point. Those are the big ones. Um, maybe it's Weight Watchers. And you think you're going to, okay, no more carbs. Uh, okay, I'm going to not eat for 16 hours. Uh, okay, I'm going to always be in my points. Starting today, and I'm going to be perfect with it until I reach my goal weight four months from now, let's say. you know. And it's, it's the dumbest thing ever. You know, so that, that's that all or nothing thinking. So basically you're approaching your weight loss like it's a sprint, right? You think in a very short time frame. And if you think about a sprint, if you trip a little bit, you lost the race, right? The only thing that can win a sprint is perfection. If you're running a marathon and you trip, it's not a big deal. You can make up for it. But in a sprint, a trip's catastrophic. You lost. And so you're approaching your diet that way. And so the second you make any kind of mistake, you know, you could go four days of no carbs and you go and eat a cookie. Oh, I blew it. Catastrophic right? And this is what you're dealing with uh, on the eating part, you know? And so program yourself then is none of that shit. The whole program is built around you fucking up and making mistakes and messing up your diet. But then having a strategy to learn from it and get back on track instantly. That's the most important skill to mastering your way is the ability to get back on track fast. And you do not have that. (laughs) You don't have that at all. You may not know this, but weight loss is not especially weight mastery, living at your goal for the rest of your life is not about being perfect. I am never perfect. There's never a week when I'm perfect with my eating. But I'm very quick to get back on track. And you're not. What you do is you have months of doing nothing. Then you get really upset about your weight and you do everything. I track everything. I'm counting everything. I'm doing everything perfectly for a couple days, maybe a couple weeks. And then you get sick of that, tired of it, bored, distracted. You can't do it anymore. And you go back to doing nothing for months, maybe years. Then you get really upset, go back to doing everything for a couple days. Couple Is this not the process you keep following? So messing up is, is not a problem. The problem is you have zero strategy to learn from that mess up, to grow, evolve from it, and to get yourself back on track. And program yourself then, that's the core part of the program is the program yourself then technique, which is a minute, two minute self-hypnosis technique you use at night. It's really two techniques. The redo technique, that's the key one. And then the rehearsal technique. So that you program your subconscious mind every night. But most importantly is you're able to make mistakes and learn and grow from them. It's not the mistake, folks. It's what you do afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Like, though they say in politics, it's not the crimes, the cover-up. With weight loss, it's not the binge. It's what you do afterwards. And what you do afterwards, this is a well-documented effect with dieters. It's called the the what-the-hell effect, colloquially. It's called the counter-regulatory effect, scientifically. And what it means is the more rigid you are with your, your, I'm perfect now. And as soon as you make a mistake, I blew it. And now you go way off the other side. It, it's well documented. Look it up. <laughs> It'll help you not feel like you're the only one, you know, dealing with that. So again, what we want to do instead is we want to be flexible with our eating. We want to have the best of intentions and recognize that we're going to make mistakes and having a strategy to learn from our mistakes. That That's what I've seen work the best long-term for people. And no one does that. Um, Andrew Huberman said studies show it takes between 21 to 254 days to install a new habit. <laughs> Yeah, that, I think that's funny to me because I, I think that's funny. 21 to 250. <laughs> is he joking? I don't know if he's got the best sense of humor, but is that a joke too? Like, is he, is he being, is that a legit study? But that's funny to me, just 21 to 245 days, right? It's a huge difference, but that, that's kind of just another way to say what I was saying. Um, are whole natural foods considered clean food? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anything that's whole and natural, you know, it comes from, from nature, from the ground that you can eat, you know? Um, it w- would be a good place to start. I structure my eating to eat small every two to three hours, and this really helped me with my hunger. Yeah, that's great. Again, and, and that's what I mean. Like, like, again, I give general kind of structures, but ultimately, you have got to create the plan that works for you. We all got different genetics, metabolisms, lifestyles, environments, all the rest of it. So, again, another problem with diets that, that someone who's never met you and you don't know is going to give you an eating plan that is going to, you're just going to follow, you know? Just to point out how fucking goofy that is. Like, imagine you're going to let someone tell you how to dress how to, what, what movies to listen to or watch, what music to listen to. You know what I mean? Like the idea that you're just going to, oh, just tell me what to do. Oh, I don't care what I eat for the rest of my life. Just tell me what to do. I just want to lose weight. Like it's so patently false. Like you already know what to eat to lose weight and you're not doing it. So you think some more strict dumb plan that doesn't resonate with you is going to be better? You know? So what's the solution? Well, how about you figure out what works for you? Again, program yourself then. You, you go through and you create your weight mastery blueprints. You have a mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint. And these are the blueprints that you create, tweak, optimize, and follow for the rest of your life to live at your goal weight. But how, how could I just tell you what to eat? You're not me. You, what? You know what I mean? Like, like, even if it worked, what if you hated what I eat? Which you probably would. <laughs> Because I'm me. So I got a plan that's custom built for me. Don't you think that would be valuable? You know? But great job, Bailey. That's great. 
Me and stress don't go and I need to change that. Yeah, stress doesn't go for most people. You know, that's why, again, program yourself thin. It's a holistic, comprehensive approach with mindset, lifestyle, and eating. It's the pyramid, which has a new training coming. So if you, I'm telling you, go get on my email list. Go to my bio, get the hypnosis session, watch the training that's there, get the emails. But I got this training, the Weight Mastery Pyramid coming. It's the best training I've done. And it's going to conceptualize everything in a very simple, understand way. It's not you. It's not you. It's not your lack of willpower. It's not your addiction to food. That is not the problem. The problem is no one ever teaches you how to get yourself to do the things you need to do to lose weight. You have no idea how to influence your behaviors, your mindset, your lifestyle, your habits, how to deal with emotions. You have no idea how to do any of this stuff. All you've got is one tool and one tool only, willpower. And you don't even understand what willpower is. Do you understand? Because you think about willpower as this non-physical force like your soul that's just always there, always ready to tap into. It's not. It's a prefrontal cortex process. It's, think of it like a muscle, metaphorically. And a muscle, yeah, you can use it until it gets exhausted, and then you can't use it anymore. Well, guess what? That's what your willpower is. And your willpower gets depleted on all kinds of things. Every day you start your day with the highest level of willpower and the lowest appetite, typically. And what happens is most people want to lose weight. Okay, I'm not going to eat breakfast. I'm not going to eat lunch. Oh, shit, here comes 2 o'clock. Now your hunger's up here and your willpower's down here. And this is when the wheels come off the bus for you. It's, it's, there's no strategy there. You know, and it's because you don't even understand your brain. You don't understand what you're working with. But you could. You could just watch that training. Where's this is nice info? Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Uh, um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I spent several months going to bed hungry because I wanted to not eat in the evening due to GRED. Yeah. I, again, and, and I'll speak to this. I think... When you want to lose weight, you've got to be somewhat comfortable with hunger. But again, there's there's levels to hunger. Again, hence the hunger scale. Um, if you're absolutely starving and thinking about food obsessively, that's not what we're talking about. That's never going to help you lose weight long term. If you have a slight hunger, I think you want to get comfortable with that feeling. I, I think you've got to feel some slight hunger in order to lose weight, at least initially. I, I believe that. And it's not a bad thing. If you sit present with it, you'll realize it, it, it comes and it goes. It's a U-shape. You know, so again, I make I want to make this crystal clear, lady people, that I'm not talking about starving yourself. I'm not talking about excessive hunger. That's a shitty quality of life. I'm talking about a light level of hunger. I think no one ever wants to say this out loud. I don't know. This is, weight loss is a weird thing in the world, but anyways, great job, Vivian. I think that's smart. Any other book recommendations? Ah, see, I'm glad you asked that. I, I got this written down on my thing. I'm gonna make a video about my top book recommendations. When I'm in this live mode, it's hard for me to remember them. I like How Not to Die. I'm a big fan of that book. I thought that was very very insightful in terms of the, the food. But I'm bigger into the psychology aspects of, um, of of it anyways. After sitting with the hunger over those months, the hunger went away. It's okay to feel hungry. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go, Vivian. Exactly. I think that's smart. I think people a lot of times get very scared of hunger. Again, not being starving, but but the other one. I like that you are not pushing keto meat protein. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Where do we find your program? I mean, you can go to programyourselfthin.com and see it. But again, I'd suggest do what I say. Go to the bio. My, click that little face of me in the top left. And I think you got to press another button. It goes to my bio. Click the link that's on my bio and sign up for the hypnosis session. It's a 10-minute kickstart session, the new thin me. And it'll help get you motivated in a, in a different way than you typically get motivated. It'll fire you up. Now, I was saying this earlier. There's the pleasure of the food. What you're trying to do is stop the pleasure of the food to get some distant goal of losing weight. What you need to do is we recognize the pleasure of the food, we acknowledge it, but we create something that's more pleasurable. What's more pleasurable than food is you at your best, you being the best version of you possible. And I know life's probably stressful and, and difficult times right now, but what about you managing and handling and meeting those stresses as the best version of you, ready to take them on, clear-minded, energized, feeling light, feeling powerful, feeling strong, feeling good about yourself, feeling happy, feeling excited, feeling momentum, anticipating and hopeful for what the future is going to bring. Each and every day getting to become the better and better version of yourself. Excited to see what brings tomorrow, tomorrow brings and what next month's going to bring because you're so excited that you keep improving all these different things and you feel better and better and better every single day. Is that motivating at all? <laughs> because of that, that pleasure... You know, and again, we have to we have to figure out each person again. Different things motivate each person, but there's a pleasure that's attainable right now, that's better than the food. It's summed up in the saying. I just released a video like this um, that nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels. You know, it, it's that point. But you need to fill it. You never get this message, folks. You never get this message. You get nonstop dieting message, which is just bullshitting you. You're never getting any of this truth. You know. 
Um, but yeah, go check out the program. It's the best best weight mastery program on the planet. No doubt. No doubt about it. Um, I like that hunger goes away eventually. A hunger does go away eventually. Again, it has to be a mild hunger, okay? It cannot be... It cannot be this excessive, ob- obsessive starving yourself. That will not work long term. Okay. Um, thoughts on intermittent fasting? Again, intermittent fasting—it's just—it's a tactic, you know. And again, they—they they take diets. I, I say this that this is important for you all to understand because you can see through the fucking bullshit. It's all—all all the diets are just marketing, and they know you're tired, stressed, overwhelmed, frustrated with your weight. So the secret of diets is they always base around the one thing. Is this not true? Every diet is one thing. It's one tactic that they try and make the whole thing so it seems conceptually easy for you to understand. Just stop eating carbs. Just don't eat for 16 hours. Just count your points. Just, uh, I don't know, just eat Mediterranean food. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, just just do this one thing. But again, what they never teach you is how to get yourself to do it. So intermittent fasting in and of itself, that ain't going to work long. I don't give a shit. You lost 50, I've lost 50 pounds intermittent fasting. Fine, but you better be telling me that you've been doing it for two years or I don't give a shit. I don't care if you can intermittent fast for three months and lose a bunch of weight. I don't care. I'm not impressed by that. Program Yourself Thin is built on the backs of people that have lost weight and kept it off. What did you do? Not just what did you do, how did you think about things? What did you do with your thinking that allowed you to go from that to that? That's where all the solutions are. That's where the magic is. Not in the plan. It's not in the plan. You've got to stop. You think you just need to be told something. You need to stop looking for information and start focusing on transformation. The problem isn't that you don't know what to do. The problem is that you do not know how to get yourself to do it. And all the diets are doing is telling you what to do. Every single diet and workout plan is someone saying, do this. And then they leave and say, you're on your own. And then you try and force yourself to do it with willpower, with zero strategy, zero you got one tactic about what you're going to eat, and you got the other tactic, I'm going to use willpower to force myself to do it. It's never working. It never worked. It never lasts. And you just keep doing it over and over and over again. So what's the alternative? <laughs> you learn how your mind works. And you start being strategic with how you're not going to lose weight. Fuck that losing weight. Stop it. You don't want to lose weight. You want to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. Upgrade your goal, man. Wanting to lose weight is the shitty goal. It's a shitty goal. It's like, I just want to get out of debt. I just want to get out of debt. Okay, well, you're out of debt. Now you you don't make any money and you're you're the same amount of money, but now you don't have debt. Well, it's better, but it still sucks. Okay, that's not what I want. I want to to consistently make a lot of money. Too late. (laughs) but, But it's like, so you have to stop with the instant weight loss. I'm telling you, it's the biggest trap. The biggest part of the trap is that you just want instant weight loss and you don't. Anyways. Absolutely legit. Andrew Huberman is a renowned neuroscience. Now I know Andrew Huberman, but I'm just saying that's just a funny, it was just a funny number, but that, that's interesting then. He's the most highly recognized educational channel on YouTube. Yeah, sure. He's, he's brilliant. Yeah, no doubt. Um, where do I find Program Yourself Then? Yep. Yeah. ProgramYourselfThen.com. Um, uh, you can check it out. Making it painful hasn't worked for 40 years. How long do we bang our head against the wall? <laughs> Hypnosis. Yeah, Bailey, right? Exactly. Exactly. So it's been a game changer for me, the piece I've been missing. Go get the pro. Yeah, Bailey's in it. It's just, it is a game changer. I mean, it just is. So let me give you an example part of the program. And I, and I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to pitch the program, folks. I think it's the best program on the planet. But I want you to know, this is a mission for me. I want to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. So I do this for free. I do a live call every weekday. It's on a podcast. I make videos every day for you. Um, I'm doing what I can here. Yes, I got a coaching program as well that you can invest in. Um, but I just want to tell you, what's this program? Why is it so different? Well, one aspect of it is that I know practical weight loss, okay? I'm not just gonna give you the perfect plan that you should follow (laughs) because I know that's not working. I know the hardest part of change is remembering to do it. So I know tomorrow morning, I know you. Even though I don't know you, I know what you're gonna do tomorrow morning within the first 10 minutes. I know you're gonna look at your phone. And when you look at your phone, it's gonna be a message from me. And you're gonna click on that message and it's gonna bring you a five-minute hypnosis session. That's part of the program. Every morning for five minutes, you listen to a hypnosis session. It's an eight-week program. Every morning for five minutes, you sit, you relax, you calm down, and you hear this hypnosis session, which just puts good stuff in your head. And each session has a weight loss mantra in it. So each day there's a mantra, there's a quote about it. You put that in your mind. I embed it deep in your subconscious mind. And then you just go about your day. That's it. And now you're more relaxed. You're more calm. You're feeling better. You're more connected to your goals. And you got this idea rolling around in your brain. 
and you tend to make better food choices just from that. And then at night, you get another message from me. It's for your sleep noses session. It's a 10-minute session. And this one has a core weight loss mantra. So each week you get one of these, eight total, and you listen to the same one each night. And there's two of them. One of them has a countdown so you can listen to it earlier in the night and then go about your night. And the other one doesn't. So you can listen to it as you're going to bed and then drift off to sleep listening to this. And this session installs that mantra deep into your subconscious mind and you listen to it every night. And so you're bookending your days with these hypnosis sessions. So there's no hypnosis session on the planet. Like There's no program on the planet that does this. That's just the hypnosis. Then there's 25 sessions in the library as well. And again, I'm, I'm one of the highest paid hypnotists on the planet, folks. It's 25 grand to work me one-on-one. So if you worked with a local hypnotist in your town who does this for five hours a week, I've been doing this for 20 years. I don't have 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So I promise you my sessions are probably more effective, okay? But that's just the supplement to the program. I teach you the program yourself in technique, which is a simply used technique that, again, redo rehearsal technique. You use it every night takes a minute or two, and this allows you to program yourself. This is the most important piece because you need to program yourself on the context that you live in. This is why hypnosis sessions by themselves aren't the most effective. Again, mine's really effective because I've I've explored it just that. Um, But the real power is when you start to take control of this process. And so that technique you learn, it's easy to use and you start doing that. And then you do your weight mastery blueprints, your mindset, lifestyle, eating blueprints. Again, it's a 60 page workbook you fill out and there's trainings to take you through every single question in there. And then if you get the coaching, which I strongly recommend you do if you're gonna do the program, you work with me twice a week. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we do live calls on Zoom and I keep the group small. So I spend a lot of time with you. So, and again, then there's a bunch of bonuses as well. So, I mean, it is literally the most comprehensive weight mastery program to see because everyone's just telling you what to do. You know what I mean? Like, like that's not going to do it, you know? So anyways, nutritionfacts.org. Yep, yep, yep. I love Dr. Greger. Um, He's one of my favorite. I I really love him. Um, I've had hypnotherapy for six months and I've had two plateaus of month each time. I've lost two stone. That's great. Great job, Nippy Zippy. Um, Cindy, I order, eat the food, the leaf side meals that Dr. Greger recommends, 100% whole food, plant-based. That's awesome. Yeah, great for you. That's a big change. Um, Karen says, guess I'm catching the end again. Uh, is it? Yeah, I guess it is kind of the end. I gotta get out of here. Um, I don't look for information. Oh, and Karen, by the way, I, I, I know what I was talking about this week. I, this week went crazy yesterday. Um, next week, I, I, I promise you next week, I'm going to send you the coaching link so you can get in there. Um, and I'm trying to think, I guess that's another thing I was thinking. I was like, oh, I just want to send out to get one week. Cause then what if you can't do it that week? So I might do it. So like you click a link and that could be, that'll set you up for the week you want to do it. I, I don't know, but there's a little bit of thought next week though. I will have it available for you anyways. Cause I was thinking about you today. Um, and that. Uh, I don't look for information. I focus on transformation. Love it. Yeah, right? That's a great, great quote. So the more you believe that, the better results you're going to get. Um, how much does it cost? Uh, there's two versions now, okay? So I want you to understand that this is a program I started in January. I've had Program Yourself in for 20 years. Um, it was, I, I've had all different versions. of. I'm always tweaking and optimizing and improving it. And so la- the last couple of years, I really, I was doing a lot of private coaching and it was good. I mean, it, it's, it's lucrative. You know, it works that way. But it's not helping me reach the number of people I want to reach. My, my mission really is to help as many people as possible. And I, and I can't do that doing private coaching. Um, it sticks in my crowd. I don't, I don't want just people to just have a ton of money to be able to do this. So anyways, I went back to the drawing board and I redid the program last year. And I set up as a group program. So I said, okay, I redid the program. I created all those the, the eight weeks of, of daily sessions. Um, I did all the trainings over again, created the workbook, the blueprints, all that. Um, and then I said, I'm going to offer coaching with it because I wanted to walk people through the program, make sure they're getting results. So that program right now is $1,000. That's the work coaching with me for eight weeks, okay, twice a week. Um, the other version, though, I, I, so after about like six months or so, I'd refined the program. It was working. And then I tested it with people that weren't doing the coaching. And they were getting great results, too. So I offer that now as well, the program without the coaching as well. So um, there's two versions of it. Again, what I like to say is if you can get the coaching. That's the most valuable piece of it that I can offer you. Um, and that, that won't be at that price for long. So, um, or the three dollars one's amazing too. Again, you get it through your phone. It's delivered through your phone, the whole program, your lifetime access to it. So you can go through it. You can go through it again if you want to. It's always there for you to use um, and, and go back to. So that's a great program. No, no doubt about it. Um, and so, yeah, but go check it out. But again, even even before that, go and get the hypnosis session that I give you. Get the training I give you. Watch it. It's um, it's really the the key piece of the puzzle there. I think it'll it'll really it'll it'll fill in a lot of missing pieces for you most likely. All right, and it's completely free. And I have new training coming out. Um, I keep pushing it off. I keep having these weeks that get a hold of me, but uh. 
it's this close this close but it's so good it's so good i'm super excited for you to see it and it's the weight mastery pyramid and so like not only will i give you the training but then i'll get you'll i'll get it to you so you can kind of use it as a reference sheet it'll have all the pieces right on it so i'm excited for that for you um but yeah if you want to start with the program you start today we'll, we'll be working together tomorrow you know and uh again that that's the most value i can offer you you know is if you get the coaching but the program itself is super too there's nothing like it nothing it's the number one hypnosis program for weight loss on the planet. There's nothing that comes close to it. There is no hypnotist I know of that has done as much with weight mastery as I have. You know, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions, you know. Um, so, yeah. All right, everyone, I'm going to get out of here, though. But go, yeah, check out my podcast is Program Yourself Then. Uh, obviously, TikTok, I got all the videos on there. On Instagram now, if you want to check that out as well, if you like both, um, getting on there. And, uh yeah, podcast is program yourself then on all the major podcast platforms. And uh, yeah, get the hypnosis, watch the training. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. All right, everyone, have a super day. Goodbye.